Mage Talk is brought to you by Mojo Stratus. Stratus is true cloud auto scaling technology for Magento. Built by industry leaders and cloud architects, Stratus is a revolution in cloud hosting. Magento 2, no problem. Holidays, flash sales, no problem. 100% uptime or your money back. Give Stratus a try today, risk free, and tell them Mage Talk sent you. Check them out today at magemojo.com. That's M A G E M O J O.com. Mage Talk is brought to you by Vertex, the leader of tax technology solutions and services for corporations worldwide. They're a Magento premier partner trusted by over half of the Fortune 500. Vertex Cloud meets the sales and use tax needs for businesses of all sizes. Visit them online today at vertexsmb.com. This podcast is brought to you by Commerce Hero. Better way to find a Magento developer for your next project or full-time hire. Hey, welcome to Mage Talk, Magento <laughs> Community Podcast. I'm Kalen. I'm Philip, and, and uh, I don't know how to talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's really freaking funny. I'm hearing you like I'm hearing you do the thing in my in my ear as we are streaming live. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's really really funny because uh, right before in the pre-show you were showing me, you said you had slippers on, and I didn't know what to expect. And then you uh, I was showing me you my slips. Yeah. Would you call my, those slip? I, I have to ask the people watching, which is zero people right now. I'm literally uh, afraid to show them too close because I know you're not into anything foot related. And I feel like if they're a little gnarly, like you might seize out on me, you know? What I'll I mean? see. I'll definitely seize out. <laughs> I'm going to seize out. I'm trying, I'm trying to be sensitive. I don't want to like, you know. I don't I love, how far have we come that you're trying to be sensitive to my needs? This is... Dude. Uh, not only that, but I'm also trying to be sensitive to the audio levels. I'm it's like, crazy. I was, yeah, it's, ah, yeah. Man. Also, you look amazing. Oh, thank you. It's noticeable. Uh, your, your fitness level has come way up. You're, it's, it's noticeable. It looks good on you. Thanks, man. You're making me feel embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Let's talk about your feet some more. <laughs> Let's talk about um, my feet. No, I appreciate it, man. It's uh, <laughs> got a couple of nice comments at, in Austin, which was which is really cool. It's the, the hardest part about. So I've lost about twenty five pounds, and and I got another probably twenty to go. Um, and so uh, the the worst part about it is when you've lost a little bit, and 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 then you hope somebody will say something, and then yes. you don't. <laughs> when you're in that phase, we're like totally. Like you're hoping to hear that, you don't. You're like, ah, oh. <laughs> totally, totally understand that. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but no, I mean, you've been a, an inspiration in in that <sighs> whole process and stuff. <laughs> Thank people you. Walking behind you, I'm seeing people. Oh, that means back. a whole lot. Yeah, there's little, there's little people down there somewhere. They're not little people. They're normal sized people, but I'm higher up. So the vantage point makes it look like they could little. be little people. I mean, yeah. to be fair, you didn't get a good look. They could have it's been. It's true. They could have been smaller than you might think. <laughs> they're, uh, uh, they're average sized Palm Beach people. Um, <laughs> also, this camera, for some reason, loses focus. I haven't oh, figured it, it out anything? yet. Yeah, <sighs> I have to do this number a couple times. Uh, See, I went full circle and, um, and I'm just using a phone, man. Just because that's so just, smart. Yeah, it's really smart. I mean, yeah. So I just went full circle. Yeah. Uh, um, let's talk about. So you, you're looking good. You're getting your fitness on. You were. You had this whole video thing about uh, walking, um, yes. and how how you've you know you just did a mage hike too. And as we yes. were going back and forth uh, a little bit, we we both are getting a little healthier these days. We thought maybe we would announce. And ideate in the open about a weight loss challenge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, well, you're you're practically an an international, internationally acclaimed fitness model at this point. And this is <laughs> more I mean, and more people long. are telling me that yeah. I'm a model, I'm a fashion model of some kind. I'm just getting started on the journey, but I figured, dude, like, let's let's make it a mage talk weight loss challenge. Let's bring in the community, man. Bring it in. Everybody's in. trying to get healthy. And let's, uh, I don't know, let's, let's make it official some, somehow. Yeah, we're, we're, we're doing the weight loss challenge. So we're going to set up a, uh, uh, let's, let's set up like a, a form or some, something for people to kind of get in on it. What do you want? Yeah. How do you want to do this? I've here's, never done this so before. Here, yeah. So here's the thing is like, ideally, if we could do something that would be interesting for guys like you that are already have like 
3% body fat. Okay. As well, like, like, could we do it based on body fat percentage? In, I feel in, like the measurement of that's going to be kind of tough. Um, it is. I, I, I think for anybody, you know, just like, I, I almost feel like what we should do is try to create a goal of total pounds lost to some sort of like dollar goal that we would, uh, uh, you know, give to some sort of charity or something. Maybe in the um, spirit of Magento flexibility, we should make the goal completely configurable. <laughs> so everybody can have their their own goals. It'll be totally disjointed, completely flexible, and, yeah, and, and like very hard to like wrap your head around, you know. So and also, in the be, spirit of Magento flexibility, then would be useless to most of anybody. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we'll also uh, put make everything completely transparent, so it'll be bad for personal security. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that just we're going to open source our weight loss challenge. Uh, yeah, I think I think maybe we can just do like a to you know what would what would what would be very community centric would be just for the whole community to try to come together to do something as a community. So instead of like one person trying to do something, maybe like for the good of everybody, uh, we can do a. Uh, uh, just I'm just thinking pounds. out loud. Yeah, total pounds lost for everybody, and then to lose maybe like we can do ten thousand pounds across. Yeah, wouldn't that wouldn't that be crazy cool? Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? We can and, do it from and, now to like the end of the year. We could do like a long term challenge. Should we do something retroactive? Because I feel like your whole journey is like what has spearheaded and, and and encouraged a lot of people. So like, if that whole hundred and fifty poundages never gets counted towards anything, it feels like. <laughs> We got to somehow, you know, I want to factor my current 25 in. So <laughs> if there's a way we could, you know, make it retroactive. Let's think about that. Let's think about that. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't have a problem with sort of retro. You're going to have to go back. You can't lose way, any more weight, you know. I you can't, can't. I honestly can't. I, so you I'm, can't even participate. That wouldn't, even, that wouldn't make any sense. You wouldn't be I could participate in a coaching fashion. I could provide some daily encouragement. That's true. To my peeps, you know. That's true. I yeah. love that. I want to give some people some uh, some encouragement along the way. That'd be really awesome. Okay, hey, you're the executive vice president of the Twitter account now. I think you should uh, <laughs> you should tweet out the uh, YouTube link. I can pop it in the uh, chat. Here. Okay, yeah, pop it in there. Yeah. I got two phones up, so I got I got uh, I got my other I got my main phone handy. You have so you can do whatever. <laughs> my dude's so important. He's got two phones now, dude. Yeah. Oh, if you put it in the Twitter DM. That'll be the easiest way. For me. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I put it in the zoom link and you're like, yeah, I ain't my having zoom, that. Yeah, no, I, I'll be. Yeah. yeah I can't, I can't get on all of that. That's crazy. Here we go. That's insanity. Here we go. Uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll put this out. Uh, so, you know, a bunch of people can check it out. Um, you know, one, one of the things I think is really interesting about the way that we could do this challenge is just have it long running. You know, if it, if it went through many months through like the end of the year, um, it would give people a lot of time to think about it. Um, yeah, that's uh, uh, a lot of people think about it and 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 maybe decide how they want to approach it. Also, it'd be some great accountability through the end of the year. You know, holidays. We a lot of people probably put in extra hours around um, the holidays. You know, with uh, B two C sites. You know, um, probably scaling up and that sort of thing. Um, having a lot of standby work, etc. So yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking this would be a really great thing to be launching right now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What, what's I'm your thoughts around? Tweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these these are handcrafted tweets. Very, very, very important tweets. Uh, I'll tweet as well. This is uh, uh, we're live. Well, it'd be really handy if the YouTube share link would populate the title and the link, but um, but apparently that's apparently that's not a thing. <laughs> Oh gosh, I'm not logged into the Mage Talk account. That's a problem. <laughs> well, the executive That's vice president problem. duties are are not lost on you, my friend. Speaking uh, of cool titles, I ran into Jenna uh, at, at over with Creativity in Austin. Yeah, we got to do recaps on Meme Judge New York and Mage X Austin. But anyway, her title is. Uh, VP of Special Projects. I believe that's a recent title. <laughs> that's awesome. Which is cool because she said if, you know, if she doesn't, for whatever reason, want to be involved in any particular thing, she just says, well, you know, that's not really a, a special project. So, and then it also sort of has this like very like 
CIA vibe to it. You know what I mean? Like, mm. like she works on taking you to a dark site and torturing you if you're not getting, you know, work done. So have we ever had Jenna on the show? We have to. We've, uh, I don't believe we've ever had Jenna actually on the show. We got to get Jenna on the show. Um, that is uh, okay. Tweets have been tweeted. Um, yeah, we got to do that. They've been um, thoroughly tweeted. You're right. I know she's been doing a lot with uh, solution specialist kind of mm-hmm. evangel evangelism, and so um, yeah, that'd be probably be good to talk about. What What's your um, so so? Yeah, speaking of interesting titles, let, let's just let's let's. I'm waiting for other people to pop in the chat here. Maybe they can tell us what they what they think. <laughs> Um, oh, two people watching. I'm guessing that's you and me. We're watching. Nice. Yeah. What are you drinking? White Claw? Oh, no, this, is, uh, this is an HAB Spark. Am, am oh, I yeah. that far oh, you're, back you're, you can't no, see? You're, you're, still, you're yeah, still, no. still on it. I love that. Oh, yeah. No, we're still on the train. We're still on the HAB Sparkling Water train. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. So you've lost 25 pounds. Yep. Tell me about what your sort of day-to-day looks like now. Day to day. So um, I get in a couple good walks. I walk the dog in the morning, you know, like 45 minutes. And I'm wow. I'm trying to wor- work my way up to jogging. I really would love to just be able to jog, get some nice jogging in like you do. Uh, but it's tough on the joints and stuff. Hmm. It's always frustrating whenever you want to try to start exercising. And then you have, you know, as you start to get older, like we are, um, you know, you have limitations and <laughs> yeah, stuff. Speak, and speak for yourself and all that. <laughs> speak for yourself. And, um, and so that's always a frustrating part of the process is then you got to adjust and like, well, I can't do this, but I can do that. So I'll, I'll literally will try to jog for a couple minutes at a time and work, work my way up to that. And I think if I lose that extra 20 pounds, that'll, that'll help a lot. You know, um, when I'm at the gym and I'm carrying like a 25 pound thing and I'm going, Oh my God, this is how much extra weight I'm getting. Yeah. That that's uh, the most enlightening thing. Yeah. It's like, no wonder my ankles aren't having this and you know, this and that stuff. So, uh, so yeah, I do the walks and then, um, I hit the gym, um, doing some weightlifting, doing strong lifts, uh, which was recommended. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's been cool. So it's like barbell lifts and stuff like that. And, um, and then I started doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu. No way. So yeah, so I do that uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays and then uh, gym Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then, yeah, man. And then I do another walk at night. And, uh, that's, Jeez. That's the You're going rotation. after it. Yeah, yeah, going after it. But it really is all about the diet for losing weight, right? Yeah, you can't outrun a bad diet, they say. Um, and I found that to be true too. Uh, as I... Yeah, I I make one small change at a time. You know, I used to take a lot of sugar and cream in my coffee and Mm -hmm. I used to drink a lot of soda. And so, you know, getting it back down just to water and black coffee, it was a very long process. But I found that making all those changes uh, really gave me a lot more latitude to have some of the things I really want. Um, So like, you know, if I want to snack in the afternoon, I feel like I I have the ability to do all that. Um, Also, just being active all the time is a, you know, taking the stairs, just making the conscious choice to take the stairs, um, in the parking garage. So, you know, I'm, I park on the fourth or fifth floor of the parking garage. So, uh, you know, heading up those stairs is a little bit of an effort and that's great. Um, so, you know, just making tiny little decisions like that puts your brain into just a different mode. It's not like walking up those stairs has this huge material, you know, impact on the way that you lose weight, but, um, it's, it's making, it's, it's consciously every day making a decision not to take the easy route. Right. And taking the easy route for me is fast food and, you know, and, and, and so it's, it's not planning, right. It's not planning and it's taking the easy route. So for doing those things that are purposely hard kind of rewires my brain and that's kind of how I've done it. So, you know, I write, you were, you had this whole thing uh, recently about commuting sucks. Yes. I'm like, yes. You're like, not me, bro. I have a sweet bike commute. Yeah. I, I, I commute on my bike and I take it, you know, I take it everywhere. And like today I rode my bike to work and then, um, I had uh, lunch with Mitchell Cowie, uh, from, 
from uh, Watsco ba- uh, Baker Distributing. And um, so he's down in Miami r- right now and I just grabbed the train. So I took my bike on the train. I rode my, you know, my bike to the, to the office, did a little work, hopped on the train, went down to meet him and, uh, you know, spent the afternoon down there, came back up uh, in time for the podcast. It's like, you know, I, I, I still can do all the same stuff I want to do. It takes me an extra 20 minutes to ride my bike over driving, but I get so much more benefit out of it. I, you know, there's a mental health benefit. There's a physical fitness benefit. Um, it's, you know, it just requires thought and planning. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, um, and like the whole, the context of my video was, you know, obviously driving and, and being yeah. in traffic and I had scheduled this, actually the mage hike for 9am on a, on a Wednesday. And when I looked at Google maps, it was like an hour and a half, it was like an hour to an hour and a half. So I was like, Oh God. So I was in traffic for like an hour and a half and like just reminded of, you know, how brutal that is. And everybody's just so tense, you know, like you can just kind of feel it. Like it's like everything's stop and go and people are darting in and out of the lanes and stuff. And that's a perfect example is like riding your bike as opposed to being in the car. Um, it's such a great way to start out the morning. And yeah, you know, get I mean, arguably more dangerous if you get hit in a car with another car, you're probably going to be okay. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And you did, and you did get hurt recently. Yeah. I guess I did actually. (laughs) Uh, Is that all healed up? You got, you got gnarled pretty good. I did actually. I, I, I got, I had road, road rash, you know, um, sort of up and down from my knee to my elbow. My, my elbow's pretty much healed. It's, it, it looks weird. Um, but it's all, all. it's not bad at all. Now this was, you know, down to the fascia. And so it took like a couple months to heal, but, um, yeah, I, you know, you're going to get banged up a little bit, but that's okay. Uh, you know, you, I learned to be, uh, I learned a lesson. I'm not sure what the lesson is, but I know I learned it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little more cautious on my bike now. Uh, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of a freak about you know, just checking to make sure it's fully maintained. It was from a front tire blowout. So I don't know if there's any way to actually, right. You know, other than just kind of, right. But, uh, you know, just not going 28 miles an hour and, uh, you know, downhill in traffic is probably, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I had a, uh, a tire in my, uh, car blowout, uh, slightly less, uh, slightly less traumatic. Uh, you know, I didn't, didn't fall down and, and scrape myself up. I just, uh, you know, had to take the car to Honda. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. But uh, yeah, when you're in an area with a lot of new construction, you're constantly getting nails in your tires and stuff like that. So this is like the third time it's, it's happened. Um, But anyway, we do have a bunch of, uh, I mean, that's the, that's the weight loss challenge. So, yeah. So here's what we're going to do. It's going to be total pounds. If you want to join in, um, then post a tweet, say that you're in. Yeah. Right. Yep. Let's use a hashtag. Yep. So if we need to count them all up, we can count them all up. Should we do the hashtag Mage Talk Mage Talk Weight Loss Challenge? challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do Mage yeah. Talk Weight Loss Challenge. Yeah. And, we're we're just uh, making it up as we go. I'm gonna I'll post the tweet, the first tweet about it now. Okay. Cool. And uh, and yeah, and and we'll just uh, we got to figure out whether we can do any retroactivity or not. But let's just say. Otherwise, from now going forward, and let's just uh, try to lose some weight. Yeah, and uh, we'll figure out what what the benefit is. I want the I want the community at large to benefit. You know, whether that's uh, a charity or something uh, of that nature. Yeah. yeah, or maybe we do maybe we do an award, maybe we do like a prize or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, a few years ago, and I'm talking a number of years ago, probably 2013 or so. Um, uh, uh, Yitzhak Wilroth, uh, who was a member of the PHP community, put on like a a really interesting uh, weight loss challenge, which required a uh, sort of a a buy in, right? Like everybody would pledge; they'd like pledge five dollars to the challenge, and uh, you know, so they they sort of added the added a few bucks in, and yeah. Net, next thing you know, you know, he had something like three or four hundred bucks to go to the winner. Um, which I think wound up actually going to a charity, which, you know, nice. but we'll, we'll think about what's going to happen and uh, we'll have some more details around the next, uh, the next time around. The most important thing is that we get people in on the action, get the ball rolling. Yep. And, uh, and we'll figure, figure the details out as we go. 
That's um, that's kind of how we do everything. Standard, <laughs> standard, standard mage talk protocol. Yeah. Um, okay, so we got a bunch of stuff on the dock, uh, on the docket, if you will. Let's do it. Uh, we've had Meet Magenta New, New York and Majex Austin. So both were uh, tremendous successes, even though Meet Magenta New York did not have a coupon code. Did not have a coupon code. I did hear a couple of murmurs about registration hiccups with registration. <laughs> I don't know why I you just love to cre- you just love to go right to the criticism. Why do the, I always go right to the to the I don't know. The negatives. I don't know what my problem is. Yeah, I don't um, know. I don't know. I I heard that it was actually a pretty dope event. Um and there were a bunch of first timers there. Were you uh, there? Who, I was not there. Oh, okay, my bad. I thought you were there. No. You weren't there. I was not there. Yeah. I uh <laughs> Uh, I don't know what that says that you and I both big time. Well, the thing is, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm really I'm really holding off on travel uh, w- yeah. related to the weight loss stuff. Like, yeah. I find that um, traveling throws throws me off so bad yep. because you inevitably eat really bad and you just get yep. really thrown off. So I, I really, till I hit my goal, I I want to get to 190. Eventually, probably 180, but 190 is really the next goal, and I don't want to mm. travel until I hit that because I'm just, I'm zoned in, I'm, I'm eating well, you know, I have everything dialed in and I know that the travel thing will throw me off a little. So that's actually the reason why I'm, you know, not doing any traveling. Yeah, no, I think that that's a, that's a really smart, um, I think that's a really smart, uh, way to go. I like you, you know what your boundaries are and you know what are, are going to, uh, you know, what kind of behaviors, uh, promote positive uh, reinforcement and negative reinforcement for you to be able to achieve your goals. Yeah. And I, I could talk endlessly about just that, but that's, I love that. Good for you. Thank, um, you. Thank I, I, you. Actually, I talked about this uh, with, and by the way, it's really tough to not be at those kinds of events because you get a little FOMO. Like you see Twitter blowing yes. up and you're like, oh yes. my gosh, why am I not there? Yes, um, totally. Yeah. But, but uh, I, I've been reading this book. I finished the book, um, but I've been talking about the book a lot in various channels. Uh, I read this book called uh, How to Do Nothing, uh, Resisting the Attention Economy, which is written by a woman named Jenny O'Dell, who's an artist. And uh, she's, you know, it's a very good book and very challenging for me to read as somebody who lives 100% of my existence is to try to attract attention to myself. So. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, you read the book and you're like, I'm part of the problem. Yeah. It's, this is my, my whole existence is the problem. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, uh, in, in the book, they, they talk about, uh, sort of transitioning from, uh, feeling FOMO to something called NOMO, which is the necessity of missing out. And we, as we, as people mm. need to miss out on things from time to time, um, and that we thrive with boundaries and setting healthy boundaries with yourself and like, you know, resisting this temptation to be ever present at all this kind of stuff. It makes you a better person. Um, you're more whole and more complete for that. And that's, uh, yeah. anyway, I, I, I tend to subscribe to that theory too. So I'm pretty stoked. Um, yeah, having- I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find, sorry to mean to cut you off. That's it. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm trying to find a balance cause I've, I've pulled back in certain ways on, social media and events. Yeah, I didn't go to Imagine, didn't yep. go to New York. And um, I think I'm trying to find the right balance. I think I'm I'm coming a little bit the other direction and, and stuff more recently. I've been doing a little more content and, and um, it's weird, man. I do, I'm not going to lie. I do feel a little bit disconnected from, from the community. Um, and uh, I think it's just finding the right balance. I think everybody waxes and wanes with kind of how engaged they are with any given community. But, you know, um, I don't know about yeah, waxes. I, I prefer to shave rather than to wax, but I, Oh yeah, no, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> Waxes can be painful. <laughs> yeah. I've never waxed before, but I've, I've heard it's, it's painful. <laughs> I was getting a hair. This made me think of the phrase Brazilian blowout. I don't know why. Oh, well, well, Brazilian, I don't... <laughs> Brazilian wax. Are we going we... there? Uh, okay. All right. That's All a right. hairstyle thing, right? A Brazilian blowout. I, I know Anyways. of a blowout and I know what a Brazilian is. And I'm trying to understand what the confluence of those two things might be. I, I went from wax to Brazilian to blowout. And then I remembered I was, was getting a haircut 
Okay. And, and the lady said, I'm just going to blow your hair out or blow it out. And that was the first time <laughs> I'd heard that phrase used before in the context of my hair. It, was, it felt a little funny. Yeah. But it, All right. it's just, yeah. yeah that's great. So, that's that's <laughs> that's a that's the uh, tangent that's the tangent of the day for you. It really is uh, Brazilian blowout. That's going to be the title of the uh, episode. Let me just pop that into Trello oh, so I don't forget God. it. Uh, you know, um, if we had a, <laughs> if we had, uh, it, hold on, Brazilian, Brazilian. He's not kidding about this. Which, by the way, speaking Texas. of which, to, if you want to find a, a, a tie-in, Brazil, uh, Meet Magento, just had a, a, a Brazil. Oh, I've been seeing that on Twitter as well. Yeah, that was yesterday. Yep. I, I find it fascinating that in the space of a week, the space of a week, there was Meet Magento New York, Majex in Austin, a Meet Magento event in Brazil, and then there was a Meet Magento in somewhere else that Ben was, uh, which is this Poland. Poland was this Poland. week, this week yep. too. Yep. And there was some crazy stuff announced in Poland, uh, which is on our dock which would be a great segue. Uh, but we haven't is talked that, about Majex yet. But that's where okay. um, Mage Suite was announced. Is that when that was announced? Yeah. Nice. Okay, nice. Because I was wondering why it just popped onto my radar today. Like I said, I've been a little disconnected. So it's like, man, like, has that been around for a while? Yeah. I haven't even seen it. Yeah. Uh, real brief on Majex. I, I mean, we, uh, I, I believe Brent said it was the, the most well-attended uh, yet of the Austin events. You know, Mage X, Mage Titans, Austin events the last several years. Most number of merchants as well, I think. Yeah, I had a lot um, of people, I, a lot of people there. Yep. Yeah, it was cool. Um, I got a chance to meet uh, my buddy, John. Shout out to John Davis. Uh, longtime Twitter, Twitter friend who I met for the first time. Nice. And uh, also met uh, Antonella, uh, who is... Um, You've never um, met Antonella? I've never Didn't met Antonella. Didn't she work for you for a little while? She or designed the Mage Mail brand and uh, and some other things like Wow, gosh, that blows ago. my mind. And this is the very first time she's uh, Miguel Balparta's uh, 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 girlfriend, partner. Yeah. partner. Yeah. And um, and so yeah, it's the very first time I met her. So that was really really cool. Um, wow, that's re- that's really impressive to me that you I I met her. Um, for the first time in Sweden at Meet Magento in Sweden, but this is like 2017, I think. Uh, so it's a couple of years ago. Uh, wow, that's so cool. So really lots nice. of people yeah. in Austin, huh? Yeah, there's a bunch of bunch of people in Austin descending yeah. on Austin. You hallway tracked it most of the time, I think. Yes, I did. I did that's- hallway track it. Um, I caught the PWA fireside chat at the tail end with uh, Josh and uh, Eric. How was that? Um, so that was good. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Did they talk about how it's going to change everything and how, you know, everything's going to be changed? Pretty much. Yeah. And it's all going to be changed. Does that bother you at this point that it is a miracle Uh, sauce? It's a miracle elixir that will solve all problems. uh, It is the CBD. PWA has become the CBD of the Magento world. It's in everything. (laughs) I hear about it. I'm, I'm, I'm a little reticent to try it but it's going to fix everything that's ever been broken. Well, the difference between CBD, see, I hear good things about CBD all the time from so many different angles that it's, it's actually, I've tried, I've tried it, but I tried the non THC CBD and I couldn't really tell if it did anything, but <laughs> I've heard so many good things about CBD. Uh, whereas, but, but it's actually out there and, and you're right. And there's like studies yeah. on, on, yeah. on, I'm like taking your analogy seriously. You're like, dude, it was just a throwaway. Yeah, no, 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 that's good. I mean, but see, yeah, what I love, is, what I love is how you're setting this up because you're saying CBD actually does something, yes. which makes me wonder if you're about to say PWA does nothing. Well, just, I, I mean, it's just it's it's here, but it's not totally, fully, completely here yet. Yep. I mean, there yep. are, and Josh yep. talked about some of the projects they've worked on, which I, I believe are are live, uh, or if not live going live very soon i believe they're live and so there's definitely stuff out there um but you know i mean extensibility isn't there yet you know it's just like you know things are taking time which i'm sure you're in the trenches of that day to day day in and day out how many pwa projects do you have going a lot (laughs) yeah uh surprisingly the ones that are you know the ones that uh have the the fastest path to completion are not on magento um because Shopify has a Shopify has a very mature GraphQL stack for um, for catalog, uh, 
Yeah. And, and um, you know, that's that's just the reality of yeah. of where we are right now. Yeah. Um, you know, that said, you know, we're we're primarily a Magento shop. And it's kind of hard because, you know, you you see things like what Peter Sheldon was touting um uh, a few weeks ago on stage at, uh, uh, well, actually, I think it was Peter Sheldon spoke at Meet Magento New York and said that 60 to 70% of all new Magento logos, all new Magento builds that are uh, that have kicked off this year have had a B2B component somewhere. Well, none of the B2B suite is really available in the PWA landscape right now, which right. kind of is, again, like... This is just how how much of a laggard they are to actually get this stuff done. And then I have a personal sort of my nitpick is that it's technology is a moving target, and they can't just drop anchor and say this is where we're going to like this is when we're we're this is how we're pinning PWA and we're going to deliver it fully on this stack. Like they took time uh, earlier this year, React hooks was a thing that was announced and now they've they've taken all this time to go back and redo all the work that they originally did with react right. hooks in mind which is like absolutely absurd it's absurd like what a unbelievable frustration and waste of time and i sh- i i won't talk about it anymore cuz i'll actually get emotional about it like we just can't finish the project pwa won't won't ever be finished like we're just going to keep it's going to be a thing to chase and unfortunately for the community that means that it is only applicable to very, 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 very small single operators who can focus only on delivering one side at a time or uh, who can build just what they need and only that and build on what they existing or giant agencies that have massive capabilities who have, you know, clients with hordes of cash that can just dump it, you know, into. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Like um, I think that for the Magento community, the answer is simple. You go with one of the community PWA options. Full stop. I think you're right. I think you're right. Which is um, shocking. It, 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 it's, it is. It is. Right. Definitely. Uh, and, and I don't know all the ins and outs of where exactly the maturity level it is on, on, on the different options. But you obviously are in that day to day and, and yeah. seeing that as well. I think that the reason why is I've been saying Magento should just focus on the API layer. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. 100% API coverage, let the front end take care of itself. Here's the, here's the thing. Here's the problem. When we're, when Magento is selling into larger organizations, right? Higher moving up market, they want to pay one price, have one, uh, hand to shake. (laughs) Yep. That's right. And that's, that's the phrase. That's the idiom. it almost is a box ticker at this point where it's like, okay, you've got the, you, you've got the, the, the front end solution. You've got the whole stack, right? Whereas if they were to say, look, here's our API. It's very well architected. Here are three options for your PWA front end. You pick one of them, you put them in. That's too messy in that enterprise sales discussion. Right. That's, I think, I almost want to say that's the reason for the existence of the Magento first party PWA option. Yep. And if that's not your world, use one of the community options. You're done. There's nothing to stress about. Yep. And I'm hearing from more and more people that the community options are are just fine. They're great. <laughs> Let's face it, Magento can be a beast to run in the cloud. And that's why Stratus by MageMojo is hosting Evolved. Say goodbye to dedicated DevOps teams and complex cloud architecture. With Stratus, you get a rock-solid architecture that's built on Amazon AWS and true cloud auto scale. Never worry about capacity planning ever again with the full power of AWS that's behind your site. Backed by Magento Cloud Architecture Geniuses at MageMojo on technologies like ECS, Kubernetes, Aurora, and also a 15-minute SLA that's the fastest in the entire industry, you can be sure that your site is in good hands with Stratus. Give it a try today, and we know you won't be disappointed. Head over to magemojo.com slash magetalk and get started. That's M-A-G-E-M-O-J-O dot com slash magetalk. Thanks again to Mage Mojo for the continued support of Mage Talk.
Mage Talk is brought to you by Vertex. Vertex is a Magento premier partner, providing cloud and on-premise solutions that can be tailored to specific industries for every major line of tax, including sales and use, income, value added, and payroll. Vertex Cloud is the SaaS solution that automates sales and use tax, including calculation and returns. With multiple service levels and flexible pricing models, Vertex Cloud meets the sales and use tax needs for businesses of all sizes, from recognizable brands like Honda, Pepsi, and Verizon to small businesses the world over. Find out more today at vertexsmb.com and be sure to mention Mage Talk to get 15 months for the price of 12. Once again, that's vertexsmb.com. One other thing, okay? One other thing. Can, yeah, okay. Uh, off the top of your head, can you, do you remember what date? Oh, nice. Uh, off the top of your head, do you remember what date Magento 2 was launched? I never the remember these things. You always remember the exact date, time. It's, it's, it's easily referenced on the internet anyway. Um, November 17th of 2015. Wow. 2015. Four years. We're coming up on four years, okay? November 27th of 2015. And, you know, there was a huge focus for years in getting Magento 2 right on building out the API stack. And there's still like, there's still gaps in the API many years later. And, and, right. and there's various levels of maturity and things that have never been touched for four years while they keep chasing other other technology and it's really, it's really tough. It's, 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 it's hard out here for a pimp. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, to quote, yeah. I think that was three, six mafia, uh, which, <laughs> you know, is probably, I'm, um, you know, uh, cancel culture. There's probably a reason I shouldn't have said that. Um, I'm probably going to get canceled at some point now. Um, I'll, but, I'll just cancel. I'll cancel you right now. Yeah. Canceled. Yeah. Canceled. Thank you. Um, uh, anyway, so a little bit of a little bit of a down. I feel bad for being. Uh, no, it's uh, but that's you caught you caught the one talk which I was very interested in. It. I'm riding your wave of negativity. Oh, for thank you. Yeah, for, <laughs> that's for the, the show title. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just, I, dude, I live in a perpetual stream of positivity. What are you talking? I about? yeah yeah yeah. I, I love um, something you posted on your Instagram story. You said. I love who I am behind that fence. And it was a, yeah. it was a running trail behind the fence, right? Yeah. I, that phrase has stuck with me. And it's funny, like you are a super, like almost a different person in the Instagram stories. Like it's, uh, you know, it's not Magento and da, da, da. it's like, it's like a different side of you. And it, it, it does feel like totally positive and stuff. Yeah. Like there's none of the like Twitter angst, you know, and arguments and stuff like that. It's true. Um, yeah, there are no, there but, is. <laughs> but over here, we, uh, yeah. yeah. Get on the live stream. We got five people watching, you know, you can say pretty much anything you want. But, uh, you know, um, you've really, and we talked about this, I think, last time, you've really gotten away from being so Magento centric in a way. That's a strange way to phrase it. But you talked about, you know, Shopify being something that has, worked well for PWA launches. Mm -hmm. um, and you, with the direction you're going with Future Commerce, interviewing tons of interesting brands and you're, you know, kind of get, you, you know, I believe that you're, you know, more of a, you're, you call yourself, uh, you know, a retail strategist and, and you're really looking at D, D to C, direct to consumer yep. and kind of specializing there. And so, you're kind of getting further away from like, well, what are the specifics of a given platform implementation details into what's this brand? What are we selling? How are we creating community around it? How are we create, you know, creating products that people love um, and getting a little higher up so that, yeah. you know, that the, the, like the details are, are just sort of more of a hassle. When no, no, I mean, the higher up is, is a hundred percent right. Um, when think of it this way, right. Um, I, I think of it as the, the why, the how, and the what, right? Uh, we spend a lot of time, once a platform is chosen and we get to building, we spend a lot of time talking about the, the, the what, right? To choose a platform, you have to talk about the, the how uh, or, or to, to determine, sorry, to, 
to determine what the what is, like what is it we're doing? Like if you want to assign a ticket to a developer to build something on Magento and you want to like, you know, get all your stories and your sprints together and all like, if you're going to do that, like you have to know what it is you're doing. And that means we have to have already decision made a decision around a platform. A lot of that conversation when you're, you know, you're focused on only one platform, really it's already been chosen. And so everything is in the context of that platform. And when you talk to a lot of merchants, they'll tell you that their goal is to increase revenue. That's not a goal. It's the worst goal you could possibly have. What is your goal? To increase revenue. Okay, you're in business then because that's everybody's goal. Like, give me something else. What else, what else is your goal? Um, so, so we want to talk about goals, plural. And you know, if you only just talk about e-commerce uh, in the terms of a platform, then you, you get, get down into the weeds of like the, the how we accomplish the what. And the, the question that I'm increasingly more interested in these days is the why. Like, why are you engaging in e-commerce? And if you talk about why, then we can more we can better inform how. And why is way up at the top. Why is what is the goal that we're trying to meet here? What are the series of goals that we're trying to meet? And then we can figure out like what strategies align with those goals. Maybe there's a choice of an e-commerce platform that you know uh, that like Magento will fit most of these goals. So now we've chosen the right e-commerce platform. But if if the goal is purely just increased revenue, like, I mean, you know, a lot of people are having success on, you know, just opening up a corner store. A lot of people are having success and like, there's, it's being in e-commerce, not easy today. So yeah, I am focused very much on the why, but I, you know, our, our company, Something Digital is very, like, very, very, very intensely focused on, you know, the how and the what. And, so yeah, I, I live in this weird space of sort of platform platform agnosticism in that um, uh, Magento is the right choice for a lot of reasons, but um, I want to know what those reasons are. Let's let's get into the reasons, and um, yeah. So yeah, I think it's just part of the maturity of trying to figure out. Like you learn these things, you know, uh, you, you learn these things not because you want to, but because uh, you know after some period of time having made mistakes or see brands make mistakes, you want to not make mistakes anymore. And yeah, it's, it's, it's a learned behavior to start asking the why. Um, yeah. So I don't know if yeah. that answers any questions, but it's not, it's in no way is it a pro Shopify or an anti Magento stance. It's just, I want to understand more about why you're making the decisions you're making. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, we do have a bunch of other interesting stuff. Uh, that, <laughs> that wasn't one of them, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, well, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, um, uh, I don't know. I didn't yeah, don't wanna, inter- uh, you didn't want to interrupt the, the train of thought. Hey, Mage Suite is worth interrupting for though. Okay. Can we talk about Let's Mage Suite? Let's go ahead and let's, yeah, this, cause this is, this is, uh, this is exciting. Uh, so magesuite.io by the way can i take some some credit for the the io domain yeah <laughs> probably not um so this is essentially bluefoot reincarnated um it is a cms uh tool for m2 um <clears throat> it's an extension although they also have a cloud option mm. which i don't know how that works magesuite.cloud so they're monetizing it perfectly. They're, they're, the business model is set up perfectly, right? It's open source. Yep. So, and then there's a, for monetization, there's, a, there's some kind of a cloud option, which in my opinion is the way to go, particularly if they're not doing any feature gating. Um, anyways, it looks good. I looked at the video real quick. Implementation looks, um, looks pretty, pretty clean. It looks, yeah. looks pretty slick. Uh, and I mean... There it is. Everybody's been waiting for content management, for uh, page builder, all the all that nonsense. <laughs> the community provides. The community has provided. Has provided. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so anyway, I just saw that today. I'm not sure if you've had a chance to to take a look at it, but uh, yeah, it looks great. I believe it's from. I looked. I tried to to look at the commits. I saw a commit. I believe from Bart over at Snowdog. Mm. So I'm. It doesn't say like who who the team is that's backing it, but I believe it's uh, probably Snowdog. I mean, you mentioned it was announced at Meet Magento Poland, so yeah, um, it was a probably a way to to check the announcement there. But uh, but yeah, it looks uh, 
looks really nice. So uh, I find it find it really interesting. Yeah, the, their who is is um, their who is is uh, private domain registration. I find it really interesting that their UI is the way that it is. Uh, it it seems a little bit hard to use in that it requires a lot of choices. Uh, and it seems a little like, it seems just, it seems like it's going to take a lot of work to, to build. It's not like a drag and drop page builder. Uh, really? but, I thought it yeah, was exactly that. It's not really drag and drop. There's, there's a lot of like choice of configuration as you go through. Uh, and then you can reorder components on a page with some arrows. Uh, but it is, de facto the best thing that you have for a page builder tool on Magento open source. Mm-hmm. Like it, there's nothing's going to come close to this. Uh, I wouldn't choose this over Magento's page builder default in Magento commerce. But if you think about what the open source stack might be like nowadays, this is a f- phenomenal choice. Uh, if, if you're on open source, this is the, this might be the way to go. Um, this and Yerio, uh, the Yerio uh, Yisa's um, uh, company's module uh, for Google Tag Manager. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you put this together with a few different modules and you have something really competitive to commerce. You yes. know, from a stack perspective. Um, so it's, it's very, very, very interesting. I'd love to hear from somebody that's actually using it in a production site or building yeah. on a, a production site. I, I want to throw something, a complete different curveball at you. Have you heard of Webflow? Yes, I have. And I'm going to look it up to refresh me. Webflow is, you know, a it's, it's the modern uh, equivalent of a WordPress uh, SaaS, the modern SaaS equivalent of a WordPress. It is incredibly powerful uh, page builder, drag and drop page builder tool kit for building mm-hmm. websites. And it has an e-commerce capability. Um, the things you can build with Webflow are incredible. Uh, the fact that it's free um, is really, truly incredible. And, you know, it, it's, it's not going to take long before that sort of technology becomes an expectation from people who are trying to just get stuff done on the web and they don't want mm-hmm. to have to rely on a developer to make a commit for them to, you know, increase the padding of, you know, some, the nav bar on their website. Uh, mm-hmm. The fact mm-hmm. that something like Webflow, you can take Webflow, you can design a site in Webflow, which is, you know, objectively beautiful. And then export, as a designer, right. right? Then you can export that designer. to like, and it's a functional website. And then you can export that to static mm-hmm. HTML and then go deploy it wherever the heck you want. That's and what the we HTML are. is really clean. And it's right? clean. I think I, and it's I beautiful. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy good. Uh, so we've been playing around with that. Um, That's really cool. And, and, you know, when you're looking at something like that, where you can give designers the capability of actually making functional sites and there's they're not the only ones figma's coming really close of doing you know ui uh uh and wireframing in the browser uh we're mm. we're we're very close to having you know the developer skill set and crafting of css and that sort of thing uh at least first passes of that sort of thing getting closer to the end you know the end user to the designer to the the merchant that mm. isn't always a good thing. You think about how people can destroy the way that sites look with the WYSIWYG. Um, so I, I don't know that that always results in something good, but it definitely shortens t- time to market. Um, yeah. So. Well, yeah, it's funny. We're all out here worried about AI bots taking the developer jobs, but uh, it's just a nice, a nice implementation, essentially, of a, of a WYSIWYG in the end. Yeah. Um, I mean, and you have more and more brands that are launching e-commerce that are, you know, that are, they have smaller catalogs these days. They're relying on more beautifully designed websites rather than, you know, slice and dice categories. And so, you know, the, the actual checkout and shopping experience is separate 
or it's, it's, it's sort of integrated into the content experience. And that's not really how e-commerce platforms are designed right now. Um, so it's, Wait, it's, say that again, say that again about yeah. the, yeah, I'm saying that the, the way that sites are, are evolving are more like beautiful catalogs that you shop and there's content that's intermixed with commerce. And if you want to try to get content next to commerce in say Magento, there is no drag and drop page builder functionality for your PDP. That is a designed element and your content always goes right where it goes, which is usually below the call to action, which is, you know, locked away in some tab that's, you know, below the fold somewhere. And, uh, even with page builder, there's no easy ways to do customization product. You could build a page that has a a buy button on it, right? You could, you could do that. That's probably Mm -hmm. what you would do, but it's not using the PDP functionality that's in Magento. In fact, that's, you know, you probably don't even have categories like, most new brands that are launching net new e-commerce, like new e-commerce they've never had before, have small catalogs and they can be shopped from, you know, they don't even need search on their website. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and the ones that have the huge catalogs now uh, that are adopting Magento aren't always big, sexy companies. They're, you know, they're, you're, you know the company that has you know, 400,000 phone cases that they sell online and they're sort of a marketplace or a clearinghouse for, you know, different kinds of goods. And those are the ones using all those features that Magento has, which is like slice, slice and dice categories. Um, but those, you know, those really heavily designed sites that are, you know, beautiful, full page, full bleed graphics, those, those are hard to accomplish in any platform. Um, so why wouldn't you just use a platform meant to design pages, you know, from just edge from to edge? Right? Yeah. You know, it's funny, man, because like I'm thinking about how you're talking about, uh, you know, simple new e-commerce sites that don't even need search. You're kind of the DTC guy now. You're becoming the DTC guy. (laughs) Yeah. And you used to be the layered nav guy. That's right. I was. The layered layered search guy, right? Used to be the guy that every time if you talked about simplifying something, you'd be like, wait, wait, wait a second. Let's back up. How, you know, think about how are you going to implement, uh, you know, you know, layered search and, and, and the thing like, um, so in some ways you've moved to a vertical within e-commerce that's a little further away from Magento's kind of where Magento shines. Yeah. Sweet spot. Yeah. Magento sweet spot is. But I I would argue that no e-commerce platform really touts, you know, these, like their, their features list doesn't fit what most merchants need right now. Right. Like they all have that layered navigation categorization, you know, paradigm, which is something that some people need, but not everybody. Um, they all have search, which is something that some people need, but not everybody. These are all, you know, sort of interesting things, like interesting things to, to, that at, at the challenge of being an e-commerce platform today is that you have to have a million features that not that aren't good fits for everybody. Um, you know, that's yeah. I, I I certainly can understand that my my you know my area of focus would might might taint the way that I I think about things in the Magento world. I just wish it were just easier to you know change a template. I want to change this font somewhere. Uh, that requires a lot of work, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. And, 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 you know, uh, stay tuned. Some really, oh. really, really cool, really big things on Magento are coming from something digital very soon nice. that are very public. Uh, and I'm stoked about that. So, uh, yeah, it is definitely worthwhile to be in the Magento world right now. Yeah. So uh, along the lines of, uh, you know, talking about content uh, management, uh, I'm thinking about, you know, Adobe Experience Manager, the whole Adobe product suite. And um, do you think that thinking in terms of the, uh, you know, the ecosystem, these two ecosystems kind of merging, Magento ecosystem, Adobe ecosystem. And uh, you know, one of the things I've heard is that when you talk about getting in on some of these deals, some of these bigger deals, Adobe Experience Manager is like a $250,000 license fee, I believe. I don't know if that's exactly correct. I'm sure it varies, but it's in that ballpark. And like, from what I've heard, it's like for agencies in the Magento community to even get in on the... And I'm realizing as I'm asking this, this might be like, I don't know if this makes sense for you to 
talk about. If not, we can just skip it. But like, um, like almost like it's impossible for the Magento agencies to even get in on those deals. Um, and really the only option is for, you know, Magento agencies to maybe do subcontract work under some of these larger agencies that, uh-huh. are, that are in the Adobe ecosystem. I've heard of that. Okay. <laughs> I've heard, right. I've heard more and more people talking about that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 There's a concept um, in the Adobe partner ecosystem of having like a platinum, you know, a platinum level, uh, which is really sort of gate kept and reserved for the big five, mm-hmm. right? Like the Accentures and Deloitte's of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if you're a named account in the Adobe ecosystem, which is a very extensive and very long list of brands, uh, they probably will not, you know, like the, you're, you're someone from one of those big agencies is going to get tied to the project, right? right? As a measure right. for making sure that they, that they're delivering success. Right. But in those cases, like if you're a Magento specialist agency, you probably don't want the AEM, AEM work anyway. Like you just want to focus on your lane and that's not such really? a bad place to be. Yeah. But like, but if, you know, content and commerce are merging, right. Yeah. Coming together. Yep. And the Magento agencies are, are, are growing and changing, transforming, trying to better understand the, the, the place where content fits in. And if these two ecosystems are really merging and not just, what's, what's the opposite of merging? Layering like or diverging or... Yeah, just being yeah. eaten up. Then you would think that, you know, some of these uh, Magento agencies want to get their hands dirty with this other... Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't want to touch it. It's very enterprisey. But it seems that it would be cool if they at least had a shot at it, if they had an opportunity. Um, but, but uh, I mean, sounds like, you know, partnership programs in, in, in enterprise software are, you know, there's uh, established interests, there's politics. That's the nature of the beast. And right. Adobe being a more established ecosystem, I could see how their partnership program is even more so like, you know. Like yeah, there's that. definitely a, a bar to clear with the the partnership program. I think most Magento, you know, most Magento agencies coming into the Adobe ecosystem are going to fall in the lower mid tiers, um, you know. But um, uh, here's here's what I'll say. Uh, we, you know, we at Something Digital are, we don't have a process for, and we're very big on process for what it's worth. We don't have a process to uncover the requirements, like to lead a company through the requirements, a company of that size through the requirements to build a content site. We don't. It's not something we specialize in and we're not going to lie to our customers and say we are so that we can get some AEM work. And to your point, most, you know, most of the companies opting for AEM at this point that would bring us in are probably doing content and commerce together. So very big builds for not small brands. So, you know, we're kind of having to just kind of choose to be specialists at what we're really good at. And that means we're co-delivering with a lot of companies all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, um, but that doesn't mean that we're not going to shine in the area that we're, that we're good at. Right. Uh, it doesn't mean that we're not going to be praised and win awards for the Magento work that we've done. Right. Um, I, I do think that there's a, a, a growing sort of uh, there's there's a growing need for big global consulting firms to have magento capability and so there's probably going to be a lot more m a activity in the space for them to to get that and that yep. segues us nicely into the next part segues nicely into this here we've got you know we're seeing acquisitions uh, picking up um, I don't know if we talked about this, but Nexus uh, was acquired by Liquid Web. That actually yeah. happened several months ago, but they were, um, you know, kind of quiet about it. I don't think there was uh, really an official announcement, which I think is is neat because Liquid Web is kind of letting Nexus do their thing and continue to operate the way they are. Um, Nexus acquired some of Mage Mojo's customers. So Mage Mojo having gone from their dedicated hosting accounts to to uh, yep. Stratus, the cloud option, and and figuring out how to um, support you know the 
older customer base that maybe didn't want to migrate over. It looks like the way they ended up solving that is Nexus acquired those customers, which is cool. I mean, I, I tweeted that out and I said, yeah, teamwork makes the dream work. So yeah, I it was neat to see that uh, collaboration. Um, Miguel also was tweeting a little bit about, you know, that Nexus is really going to support Magento one pretty heavily. They're doing that and going to continue to do that. And um, that'll be interesting to watch. And then uh, more recently, I think it was just announced today or yesterday, uh, Mediotype was acquired by uh, Blue Acorn, Blue Acorn ICI. Wow. Um, so that's Congratulations to that congrats. team. Got a lot of big, friends on that team. Yep. Big congrats to them. Uh, um, yeah. Well, yeah. Good for them. So, that's yeah. awesome. Uh, yeah. So we'll continue to see sort of the... Uh, the absorption into the the board, the you know, the assimilation into the board collective. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I I was saying that eventually, you know, we're like the entire ecosystem is going to be one agency, and then the, with the concatenation of all the agency names, you know, <laughs> you know. Blue Acorn, I I C I. Yeah, it's just going to be everything merged together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, in the context of the discussion around the Adobe ecosystem, you know, these are bigger. Um, these are bigger agencies with deep pockets and um, it's going to be, it's probably going to make a lot of sense for a lot of these Magento agencies to, to be acquired. So Jarrett in the chat had said that uh, from, uh, from, from their understanding, Nexus acquired the data centers, which is where, you know, from, from uh, Mage Mojo, which I thought was interesting. Nice, clean, Nice clean hand. Nice little there. handover. Little turnkey yeah. action. Yeah, turnkey. Take uh, the whole the whole friggin' yeah. data center. Making your Magento data center acquisition a whole lot easier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Cool. Uh we so so just to recap, uh lots of MA. <laughs> Uh, and fewer M&Ms with the weight loss challenge. Fewer M&Ms, <laughs> lots, lots more M&As. That might be the show title. That really, that really kind of pulls yeah. it all together. That, yeah, that brain, that brought it all together. I like it. That's great. Yeah, yeah. That. Now you have a, you have a gift. Yeah, yeah you're just trying absolutely. to take it off Brazilian blowout. I know what you're I trying to do. I would love to take it off of that. Yeah. Okay. Ever since you you typed that down, I, I got a little worried. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll consider it. We'll consider yeah. it. Uh, yeah. What else? Any last stabs? Any final stabs? Last stab. Uh, I got it. This was too funny. Shout out to Emily Pepperman, uh, longtime friend of the podcast, um, member of the South Florida meetup, who literally met Chuck Norris. Did I tell you this story? It's insanity. No, tell so me. So we're talking. There's a link to the tweet here. We'll have to put this in the show notes. And uh, anyway, we're talking. You know, I, we've known each other for several years. And uh, she's talking. I was talking about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. She goes, oh, yeah, I was into Taekwondo. And uh, I got a black belt in Taekwondo. I was like, really? I was like, wow, that's wild. She's like, yeah, you know, and one time I was uh, at a competition and I finished my thing. And then uh, Chuck Norris was there. And he came up and he, like, congratulated me. I was like, I was like, seriously? Like Chuck, like Chuck Norris is literally like it's insanity, a, a meme, right? Yeah. So I was, I was a little, I was a tiny bit skeptical, you know. I was like, I was like, you got to have a picture of this. She's like, well, I'll find it, you know. She tweets it the next day, literally a picture of her with Chuck Norris. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's 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 unreal. Yeah. So, <laughs> that was wild. Congrats, Emily. That's amazing. Yeah. Um. So that was fun. But uh, but yeah, I think that uh, I think that that might be a wrap there. All right. Um, uh, I love this. I miss I missed our last couple weeks uh, with all the events that were happening. So I'm glad to get back to uh, somewhat of a schedule. I know we're having some guests on pretty soon. Um, yeah. Who is yeah. that? Uh, that you're. We got some cool stuff with? lined up. I'm doing a show with uh, Rick Willett, who's going to talk a little bit about yep. the Japanese market. Uh, which is going to be super interesting. And then I think that's the 25th. Is that next week? Um, and then what else do we got lined up? I think we have a couple of it. Uh, Aaron Sheehan, I think, is coming on the show and, in, a, in a few weeks' time. Yeah. 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 That's going to be great. Um, Aaron gave a talk actually at, um, at uh, Majex, and um, it was great to catch up with him. He's running the show at uh, Widenhammer. Um, 
Yeah, he's so, widening uh, that hammer. I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, I can't I, believe we have like I can't believe we haven't had him on. I, you know, there's so many people. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I know. I mentioned Jenna earlier in the show. Like, like yeah, we we got to do a better job of uh, getting people on and whatnot. It's shocking to me. It's shocking to me that you know we we could have been doing this show for so many years and you know never had him on. Uh, crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that should be good. And uh, baller. Well, this is thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Be sure to uh, give us a, a five star all over the place and uh, like, subscribe, and smash oh, and weight, that subscribe weight loss button. Challenge. Tweet us out on the weight loss challenge. Let's lose hashtag Mage Talk Weight Loss pounds. Challenge. Let's get yeah. in it. Let's get in on that. Let's let's lose one million pounds for the community. <laughs> If there's 250,000 Magento developers, that that shouldn't be too hard. Losing Um, Magento developer pounds just got a whole lot easier. (laughs) All right. Peace.